Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Jake Brown Show here on CBS Radio's Play.it, iTunes, and Spotify this dropping Thanksgiving week. Hope everyone is enjoying a little break this week in the building right now. Again, follow us at Jake Brown Radio, Jake Brown Show, all that jazz. Professional poker player, diehard Eagles fan, Penn State fan, uh, falling off on her love for the Sixers. And, the, and no one likes the Phillies. Screw the Phillies. Uh, it is Beth Shack. What's going on? Uh, not much. Now, Penn State, you're hyped about right now because they're actually alive for the playoff if they get a couple losses from who? Ohio State probably needs to lose. Uh, Michigan needs to lose. And then you guys need to win out. I'm really hyped. I mean, we didn't think that they would be here. I don't think a lot of people thought they would be here. And you were there at the game they beat Ohio State. I was there, except I didn't. I told you I didn't make it through that game. It was freezing, mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm a little spoiled. I kind of like watching my games inside. Mm-hmm. I I feel badly about it. I had a ridiculous tailgate, and there was hours in between the tailgate and the game, and I just like. So you sobered up before the game even started. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, between the porta potty thing and. <laughs> Porta potties for women, like I feel bad. Like that's just a natural disaster. I mean, there's a lot of things I can do. You know, there's there's a lot of things I can tough out, but uh, I don't. I mean, your story is interesting. You obviously still play a little bit. You dabble, but you're not in huge tournaments anymore, right? No, I'm not. Uh, The nice thing is I can play whenever I want to play. The last time I went to play a World Series event, I came home married. So Hmm. I I, I don't know if, um, (laughs) I I guess that was, I'm not going to say a gamble, but there you go. go. (laughs) Um, You played for how long? Wow, God, um, over 10 years. Yeah, it's been a while. What was your last big tournament, 2011? Um, uh, I would say about 2011. I'm trying to think. The last time I made a final table was in Joburg, South Africa, and I Africa? think what? Yeah, it was it was it was the the most ridiculous trip, and it was a crazy story because I had no idea how to play seven card stud, and I read a book on the plane ride over, and I final tabled it. But you know, it was my third World Series of Poker final table. Third World Series of Poker. I see what you did there. <laughs> um, the Jake Brown show here with Best Shack. Did you understand that reference that you just said? 
Yeah. <laughs> did you get it? You said third world series series of poker. Yeah. Uh, you did that purposely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, I just wanted to confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. I haven't done well at WPT, so I, I like WSOP better. Not. Uh, we talked poker. How many? Sh- you, apparently, you have thirteen hundred <laughs> shoes. But this was like a video in like two thousand twelve. Has that number like approached two thousand now? No, it hasn't. It's lessened, and it had to because I have moved full time to New York City, and and I've been getting rid of giving away donating and I still have a lot I don't even know how many I have I mean I have a whole room that my husband built into a closet for me which by New York standards most people would they wouldn't believe it Mm -hmm. so I have a lot of shoes and you before the interview you completely like dumped all over the Upper East Side talking about how people are so <laughs> wait, mean there. I know, I can't believe you're saying that on the I, radio. I'm sorry, but it, it's New York. Okay, is, wait, is the Upper wait, East Side different? Wait, like, Jake, can I tell you what happened to me? So oh I God. took I took my like best friend slash daughter out shopping and we're and living in this beautiful building, you know, temporarily. Mm-hmm. And we're coming into our elevator. We each have one bag, literally one bag. And we, I press the button and there's two people standing there and they look at my daughter and I and they're like, you can wait for the next elevator. Wow. Like They basically were like, we don't want you on this elevator with those two bags. And my daughter looked at me because I, you know, tend to be outspoken. And how old's your daughter? <laughs> my daughter is 21. Okay. And she said, I can't believe you didn't say anything, Mom. She's like, and I, I feel like you should have slapped him silly. I, I know. I can't believe I didn't either. I, I wanted to say, like, I, there were a lot of things I wanted to say. And I said to her, that just goes to show you I do know how to control myself sometimes. So you think that's an Upper East Side thing? That's a UES thing? Oh, there's Strictly? a... There's a People are cooler downtown. Yeah, people are bougie on the Upper East Side. Um, I was at someone's, they, someone's place there last week on like 70th and Second, I think, and uh, it's bougie. <laughs> are you part of the bougie club? No, you're not the bougie. Oh. It, it's uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, they see the way I'm dressed, and, and when I go out a yeah. lot of times, and they look at me like, really? <laughs> what, they, what do they say? Cover up? What is it? Your, your mother? <laughs> Woman. Cover up. <laughs> uh, that's the voice of best Shaq in the building. Um, let's talk some poker here. Uh, first of all, was it ever intimidating being around? You told me 10% or less are women. Uh, were you ever intimidated, at least at the start, by being surrounded by guys? I think initially it was just intimidating playing in person, going from playing online, which is where I started, mm-hmm. to then playing with people. That that was, you know, one one hurdle for for me to overcome. But then of course sitting sitting with, with men can can be intimidating. Yes. It, it it definitely can be. Mm-hmm. And and like like I said to you when I walked in here, I mean it's you everybody gets real. People mm-hmm. forget who they're sitting with and it just gets real after five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve hours. I mean, you just it gets hardcore. A guy that you went up against is Phil what is it, Helmuth? <laughs> Helmuth. Helmuth. Uh and there's a funny video of you in two thousand eight beating him where he just goes nuts and he was shocked I think you had a a king queen. king queen. King queen of hearts. God forbid I'd play that in a big blind. Now he's one of the, I guess he's considered a poker legend. He's one of the big names ever. I mean, 
you had to take a lot of pride in, in whooping him there and having that reaction. I mean, I feel like he wasn't a big fan of yours after that. Well, he grandstands. I mean, I'm not big on grandstanding. What does that mean? Because I'm not a poker guy, so I don't know Meaning, what that means. He, 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 he's just one of those people that needs attention. I think there are certain people in life that just love attention, and they will do whatever it takes to get attention. So, mm-hmm. of course I'm going to play king-queen suited in a blind Mm -hmm. so he behaved like an infant and you know i beat him do you still keep in touch with him no i don't (laughs) so was that like the end of of you guys there no i mean we say hi Mm -hmm. if we see each other but like you don't talk to any of these guys when I, there are certain people I do talk to, mm-hmm. like the the person um, in the charity event that mm-hmm. there's another pro that is there, and there's a, a, f- a couple female pros that I like, and there's it, there's a handful of people, but it it was more, um, you know, when you get divorced, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> things just separate. Mm-hmm. So it was more that than anything else. And your ex husband was a poker player, correct? Yes. Do you and you guys are, I assume, not on the best terms. <laughs> well, is, it, um, is it, are you pleading the fifth on this? I'm one? pleading the fifth on right. this one. Now your your new husband, great guy, Fox News. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Rick Leventhal. Yeah. He's at Fox News, and you guys are doing great. Yeah, he's great. How did you met at a charity event, a poker tournament? I met him at a charity event. But you weren't all about the business at, at, the, at the start. Well, I. I thought he was, um, you know, a little pompous, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really pay attention to him. And then he actually came to my um, my poker event, which is for the Jed Foundation, and I'm having my second annual one in February, the end of February. The date is just not on the count. Cal- you know, we don't have it um, determined yet. So he came there because a mutual acquaintance said, there's someone at Fox, Rick Leventhal, who loves poker. And I'm like, great, mm-hmm. I'd love to have him. So he hung around, I guess, till the end of the night. I made the final table at my charity event, and then we, we spoke. And that was really, that was re- the rest was history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, before before him, uh, I read a story that I don't know if you've played with him yet, but you used to play strip poker with your <laughs> dates. Well, I didn't play strip poker with all of my dates. The lucky <laughs> so ones got strip. That poker. was like a little embellished, mm-hmm. but um, there were a few people I played strip poker with, mm-hmm. and it it was kind of funny to just strategically say. How how am I going to do this? Like, do I want my clothes off or do I want his clothes off? Mm-hmm. And 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 then what am I going to do with? But if you're always winning, I imagine their clothes were off more than yours. Well, I mean, the the best part would be is if if you know I was confident enough that I was going to win to get all of their clothes off and mm-hmm. then and then to you know kick them out. <laughs> we're in the building with Best Shack here, talking <laughs> poker, talking strip poker. Um, talking Penn State, talking Eagles. Um, we didn't talk Eagles, but we, we will say that you. We were saying that when guys leave the Eagles, they do well, minus Chip Kelly. I, I mean, I wherever just, they go, they do well. I just feel like they, the when they're at the Eagles, they just never bring it home. Mm-hmm. 
well, Chip Kelly, we know, was terrible. He's terrible now. Um, Peterson has been – how do we grade Peterson so far? What, what are they, 5-4 and four right now? 5-4? and four? Are you satisfied with what you've seen? Do you like Carson Wentz? Oh, God. I mean, like, so many games I'm, like – it's false hope. Like mm-hmm. they, they'll either start to play, start start off well and then kill it, or they start off horrible and then pull through. I just feel like their, their consistency is never there. But you were locked in a red zone on Sundays. We were talking about <laughs> which I spent ten dollars for two weeks ago, which is the highway steal of the century, right there. Well. What I said is I either commit myself to finding, uh, you know, a a local spot that Mm -hmm. I call a TV and I'm like Eagles, you know, and I'll call the best TV in the place. And I'm like, I want the Eagles game on there and then I'll chill there and, you know, watch the game. Mm -hmm. And this past Sunday, I, you know, I didn't go anywhere. So I just kept the red zone on. Which is the greatest channel known to man. <laughs> uh, we'll wrap up here on Facebook Live. Check it out. Uh, interview coming on Monday. Um, the Sixers, you have given all hope up on. You have not trusted the process here, and you're just giving up. But then when they make the playoffs in a year, I'm going to hear from you. Go Sixers! I'm at the game with Allen Iverson right now in the press box. I kind of like college ball better than really yeah who's your team where'd you go to school and no, I, I i i never finished college oh, i just really? like kind of like i don't know college athletics to me is just more exciting because well, they're not playing for the money i mean they're playing for to get a chance at money yeah but it's, I, it's it, I understand it makes sense yeah just i don't know i get more into in conference play in march madness than right now um although a game like last night kansas duke uh, was an amazing game uh, Kansas prevailed in that one, but you don't see yourself at a Sixers game on maybe a playoff team next year. You don't see I, like I love Joel Embiid. I think he's great. Ben Simmons is going to come back soon. Uh, you got Okafor. There's some pieces there. You got to hop on the bandwagon now before it's too late. <laughs> you think I have to? You have to hop on the bandwagon. I I took my son last year to um to one of the the conference finals at at you know in philly Mm -hmm. and that was the ball so i would sooner do that like then fair enough fair enough having a poker face (laughs) uh what goes behind having the perfect poker face and not reacting too soon i don't think you have to have the perfect poker face i think the biggest thing of all is is just not it's just not really you know a lot of times people try and you know talk like smack i don't mm-hmm. i don't know if i can say the, the talk shit talk yeah. shit to you, you yeah that. you know and i and i think you just can't let people get get into your head just like if you make a bad call or you make a fold that you know you shouldn't have made like a lot of times you know you can fold a hand and you can say god i should have called like i i had that person you have to get it out of your head because a lot of it's psychology, and then you have to move on from there. So, so give me three keys to being an elite poker player like you were. Well, I, I mean, to me, the the hardest thing, the, the, number one, it's it's the patience. The, to be a great tournament player, you have to be able to sit there for hour after hour after hour after hour. Mm-hmm. And the second hardest thing, which um, 
differentiates differentiates the really good from the average is is the big laydowns, mm-hmm. and it, and it's tough to go from cash to tournament play because in cash games people are making ridiculously loose calls a lot of times, and mm-hmm. in tournaments you you don't see it as as much, so. You know, it's laying down hands that that could make or break, you know, your tournament life. And it's like a marathon. It's slowly getting through it because you want to live to the next day. So. What's the most money that you have won from a tournament? Um, it, it was close to f- half a million dollars, but it really wasn't the money because mm-hmm. I didn't care about them. You know, that sounds crazy. I'm still upset that I didn't win the bracelet because when you come in second and you're so close to winning a World Series of Poker bracelet, that's what everybody like, you know, will think about. Like they they don't think about the second place team. They think about the person that won. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to talk about the per- you know, they're not going to talk about the runner up. They they talk about the winner always. Mm-hmm. So you want to win. What is so special about that bracelet? Like It's just saying What that, kind of is it like an actual bracelet? It's, what it's is it? It's really gauche and ugly and <laughs> um I would never wear it. I mean, you see some of the <laughs> There's actually some players that wear it. I mean, it's kind of losers. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um I would never wear it. <laughs> Now, how did uh, how did the shoes come about? All this. Now, you would win each tournament and buy a nice ass pair of shoes for like what a couple grand. I, you know, it never it it just happened. From the time I was young, I love shoes. I would buy a pair of shoes here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, I had for ten years a vintage and designer clothing business. I traveled all over the world. I used to buy things. I used to resell things. So that kind of incorporated in it and then all of a sudden one day I woke up with this I guess massive collection mm-hmm. and you know I had people come to my you know I was interviewed and then they saw my shoes and they're like oh my god I can't believe all the shoes you have so that you know took a life of its own and you have handbag a huge handbag my handbags are actually cooler than my shoes I mean people you know get stuck on my shoes but the handbags are how really many handbags cooler. a lot is it four figures? It's a lot. R- over a thousand? I mean, and the handbags are like, no, it's not over a thousand. You could thi- use a sh- different shoes and different handbag for every hour of the day of every hour of the week, yeah. of every hour of the month. Yeah, I mean, the handbags That's are just, insane. the handbags are just cooler because the handbags are an investment. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're a lucrative investment. The shoes are just like, you know, the little girl like trying on her shoes because she wants to like look hot. You know, mm-hmm. or the woman because she wants to look hot. <laughs> Did you ever was it ever your goal when you were on these tournaments to try to impress some of the guys that you were playing against? Ugh. Ugh. I mean, I've have seen ever, some of them. Ever, and have you no, ever no, seen oh, poker seen Phil, players? Phil Helmuth looks like just a bomb oh on thirty four streets. So I don't know. I mean, but, like really impress them. <laughs> it was, there was no one, not one guy. No, really. No. All right. Well, there you go. Well, I mean, you, but you were on ESPN. I mean, that was obviously a goal. Like, 
To what? To just, to, I mean, you're in front of all these guys watching. Well, I mean... Not to find a guy, I but I'm, say, I'm saying there's so many people watching. I mean, a lot of people watch those poker tournaments. I would say, like like anything else, my goal was to, to win because I'm a competitive person. Like, mm-hmm. if I did something, I wanted to do it well and I wanted to win. But um, the last thing... And I and I said this to you before we started um, this this conversation <laughs> is that like if you if you if I kick a man's ass like they're not feeling like you know any like love towards me mm-hmm. um, and the last thing they're thinking about at the time is oh my god you know I, I'm into her they're they're usually pissed off yeah so you were hated by a lot of the oh guys, my right? god I ha- like, did you ever receive like threats or anything like that um. I didn't receive threats, but it's it's men get very competitive, mm-hmm. and there aren't too many successful male female relationships that go on in in that field that I would say are lasting. Well, how long was you, did yours last? Well, uh, from the time I started playing, I mean. I, not once I got successful, not very long. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, once I did well. Best Shack in the building. We're talking poker. Um, do you see? You never see yourself going back to a big tournament. Well, of course I do. Like saying, I just feel like playing. Sure, mm-hmm. because that's that's the beauty of it. I can at any time say I want to play in this event, and all I have to do is make a call. Pony up, yeah. like get on an airplane, like book a ticket and and enter. I mean, that's all it takes. So why don't you do it? I feel like, I mean, <laughs> it's not it's not like the NFL. It's not like oh, I'm 47. I can't throw a football anymore. Yeah, I can do it. So let's let's book time. a flight. Let's <laughs> let's get a tournament going. I mean, this, you didn't announce your retirement. We didn't have a press conference. No, I can. Do and this. it was your birthday last week. Happy belated birthday. Thanks. I can do this at any time. So I, I'm I'm just trying to set something up. Up, you know, like I just want to set a tournament up. Yeah, I, you know, 2017. I want to see you back. In I want to. I want to do it during the World Series, though, and that was kind of my goal mm-hmm. to like play last World Series, and I and I went and looked for a leg of a few events, and they weren't. You know, it was ridiculous because one was like a 1500, which is like a luck fest, and then the other one was like a couple thousand, and I wound up like getting married during that one. Mm-hmm. I mean. And when you say that, it means the buy-in is a couple yeah, thousand? Yeah, and that's a luck fest, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I know this, like, you know, you, you would have to, like, play the game, but the the higher um, buy-ins are better because the people in it are more serious players, mm-hmm. and uh, I would prefer that. I would, any day of the week, rather play, a, you know, at least the $10,000 buy-in. 10000 Ooh, it's ponying up. All right, so we're we're gonna announce here you will make your return in 2017. <laughs> um, you're gonna pony up 10 grand. What was the most that you did pony up? Um, I'm trying to think at the Bellagio if it was 20 grand. I think it was either wow. 20 20 grand, and I'll never forget because there was one like ridiculous hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I had pocket jacks pre flop, 
And it was like, just so you know, like the worst call possible. I don't even but know what that means, by the way. Pocket I, jack pre-flop. I had, I had like a good <laughs> feeling and I'm a Scorpio and I go with like gut instincts and there was like, you know, a raise and then like a re-raise and then an all-in and I moved like over top of all of them and then like someone had kings and someone had aces and I had jacks and I was like so behind, but I didn't care. Mm. It was a $20,000 tournament and and the board comes jack jack i hit quad jacks and that's the only time in my poker career that i've ever hit quads ever that's ridiculous yeah. i mean i i wound up not doing well in that event mm-hmm. because that's it, it just wasn't my time but it was just goes to show you that i'd rather be lucky than good mm-hmm. <laughs> 20 grand yeah uh, can you what's that term again flop jack jack flop quad jack <laughs> flop jack <laughs> what what did you just Creep, say quad, I said I flop jack quad quad jack oh I, pocket jacks pocket jacks there it is um, best shack here now you have a you have a charity event coming up January 25th in New York at the New York Athletic Club tell us yes, about that yes it is for the Ronald McDonald house and Who doesn't love McDonald's? I, well, <laughs> Although with the latest clown surge, this whole clown thing that happened recently. You see all the videos with clowns I taking know. over? It's the creepiest thing. It's First creepy. concert ever was in sync. I was scared as shit because it was the no strings attached and there was like big clowns on stage. Um, just a little clown story. Sorry. Yeah, Continue. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like Wait, saying that. I'm talking about a serious charity and you're talking about the clown all surge. Right. Well, Ronald McDonald's, all right. January 25th. So it's for the Ronald McDonald House mm-hmm. and um, Will the Thrill. He's a great poker player. He's I, I love him. So it's him and myself. And I'm not sure what other pros are coming, but it's a great charity. And hopefully people will join us and the money will all go to the Ronald McDonald House. So... Is there a place to get tickets or yes, something? Yes, um, you... Uh, you so it's on uh, my phone. It's, it's on your you phone. Pull it up, pull it up. We gotta pull up the it's phone It's on here. your phone. You need to... Um, <laughs> Tell everyone. 25th, 6 at 10 p.m. It is... You're going to go to... There are only 90 seats available. Visit the link to secure your seat. Go to www.rmh-newyork.org slash play dash pro. Shameless plug. There you go. There you go. New York Athletic Club, Central Park South and 7th Avenue, open bar and hors d'oeuvres. So how could you go wrong with an open bar? Um, all right. So you're back in 2017. The <laughs> Eagles will not make the playoffs this year. Uh, Penn State will not be in the playoffs. Wait, how about your Jets? Oh, gosh. And <laughs> how much did you pay your quarterback? No. And, and you're dissing my oh, Eagles? My <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick, just an abomination. <laughs> Won't be back next year. I honestly think, and I hate to say it, Tony Romo will be the Jets' starting quarterback in I mean, you're lucky you only signed Fitzy to a one-year contract. <laughs> he's, I can't believe he's been this bad because I loved him last year. I mean, they go 10-6, and six, and in Jets' fashion, they miss the playoffs. <laughs> um, but can't, can't you just see it now? Tony Romo in New York, first start, breaks his back out for the season, and then Bryce Petty's forced to play the rest of the year. Uh, that's, that's the luck of the Jets. We have had no luck. You guys have had zero luck, unless you're a Phillies fan, which you won in 2009. But you don't follow the Phillies at all. No, I mean when when the Phillies made um made the playoffs, I you know made I took my son to it, you know have, having a son, mm-hmm. I took him to all the games. So what a mother. Yeah, uh, well, someone yeah. in my office when I said you were coming in mentioned millionaire matchmaker. Yeah. <laughs> 
Can God, you shed light on that experience? God, how do people even remember that? It's amazing when people recognize me from being on one show. You they, were a contestant. I was, was that the no, word for it? No, I was the millionaire. You were the millionaire trying yeah. to match. Well, I mean... Can and what I, happened? Because I didn't see I, it. So just so you know, that show is bullshit. Okay. I call bullshit. Why is that? Uh, just because I have to call bullshit on that show. You think it's all I'm fake? telling you it's bullshit. Why? Explain. I want to know why it's BS. Because... She lets it all out here. Yeah, because I went on the show and... I know for a fact that they sent out a casting like call mm-hmm. and one of the men they cast was a shoe salesman and he was gay. Now, <laughs> I'm fine with gay men, but like why would they introduce a gay man to that me? That was who you got introduced to? Well, she had three men come that night. One had a record, which is, I guess, okay. Some bros like that. I, I mean, yeah, maybe it'd be cool because maybe he'd come with handcuffs. I don't know. Oh, oh. <laughs> there you go. Um, one was a gay shoe salesman, and I don't even remember who the third was, but that's who she brought to me. Like Miss Millionaire Matchmaker. Did the gay guy act straight? Did he put on a good no, show? Or you could just clearly tell he was actually, gay? Actually, like, like the gay makeup artist that I've been friends with for years, people, like, he's way straighter than the guy she tried to introduce me to. <laughs> now, is this, this show's not still going, is it? No. How for, long did it last? For good reason. I don't know. So the whole thing was BS. Did no one met? Any other future lovers on that show? I, I, I don't know what her track record was. But so you hated all three. So you had a gay guy, you had uh, a guy who just got out of prison, and you had an unknown. Yeah, I mean, he had, I don't know if he got out of prison, but he had some sort <laughs> of like, like something, some sort of, you know, like conviction, infringement, I don't know, something. So how did you get on the show? What was did you have a casting call? How did that go? Uh, I was asked to be on the show. This is while you were I've been po- po- in po- playing poker. Yeah, I mean, just okay. like I've a tat, I've you know, I was on a tattoo. The tattoo show. thing, I saw yeah, that yeah, yeah. in an interesting. But location. that was, but that was cool. <laughs> yeah, no, because I had yeah. a famous tattoo artist do it. Yeah, and he did it for free because you beat him in yeah, uh, it, poker. Yeah, like right? that's sick. Yeah, I like I, I, you know, I forget I have that. Did you get more tattoos after that? <laughs> no, that was it. No, I only have one. Now was that that was an interest for a while? Like in in that location, that was. I did that. I did that for a reason because I I've always wanted to get a tattoo, mm-hmm. but. I never wanted to regret getting it or wanted to be out like wearing a dress and photographed and feel, you know, that one day I looked really old and, oh, she has this creepy tattoo. So I love it and Mm -hmm. I'm happy I did it the way I did it. Now, what is it of exactly? Is it Um, Half of it's my Zodiac sign, a Scorpio, Scorpio. and half is a shoe. But Mm -hmm. it's it's a baby. It's like an inch big. Yeah, it's very small, yeah. So... Kind of, it doesn't even count. Kind of baby move there. Pussy yeah, move it was a pussy move. Uh, I just had to make sure I could drop the P word here. Yeah. You're, she's fine with, with that. So. Oh, I don't really, yeah. All right. <laughs> Best shack in the building. Go to her event on January 25th in uh, the New York Athletic Club for Ronald McDonald. Um, there will be no clowns present. And... Uh, She'll be back in 2017, hopefully. Uh, and thanks for coming on the Jake Brown show. I'm not. I'm not trying to start rumors here, but I highly recommend you making a return. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.